Hello everyone and welcome to the Claire Point Podcast with me your host Randy P. How are you all doing out there today? It's been a kind of weird weather-like day today. I mean obviously me, I've uh, come back from Orlando, still in my like Orlando blues because obviously I had a really really lovely time there. You know, weather was nice, food was nice, girls were nice. Yeah, little sweet, sweet geese. It was really nice. Uh, swimming was nice as well so you know can't really complain it all went down the tree as I said if you do want to check out obviously the episodes of me in Orlando they are available at the Claire Orlando Point Podcast on Anchor.fm just type up Claire Point Podcast and you'll be able to find it so yeah uh, we've obviously got a lot to talk about obviously on the Claire Point Podcast today it's back after four weeks, I'd say. So this has literally been a period of time where I've had it off. But that's why I've given you all the whole lot and the whole thing with the Claire Orlando Point podcast. So that's obviously a special. So go and check that out, as I said. But we're going to get straight into it because there is a lot to run through. So, that, you know, you probably got a lot worth, especially some things that did happen during the week and stuff. But I'm not going to go too deep into that. We're just going to stick on what's happened and a few things. So let's kick it off with the general. So obviously we're going to go straight into a clear off for this week. And obviously the clear off that I have, that thing that is kind of uh, annoying me, let's say, is climate change protesters blocking the roads for days. Now for me, obviously I've seen these people do this before. They've done it, I think with, um, I can't remember what it was, but they were blocking up the roads, they were blocking up ways. I can't remember what they were protesting again, I've forgotten. They are probably gonna come after me and say, you idiot, how can you forget? But it is what it is. I think it's something to do with global warming or something like that. You know how these, these guys are. They wanna protest and all that. Listen, I don't have a problem with people protesting. The problem is I have a problem when people are stopping other people going doing their day-by-day thing and making their money that's when for me i feel like you're taking the piss you know what i mean because in general terms you're that you i've seen videos of people standing on trains you know what i mean and this was in canning town to stop people from actually you know making moves and going to do their business that for me is selfish do you know what i mean I get that you're pissed off and you're mad and you want to say something to the government and the people in power, but why don't you go directly to them? Why have you got to affect everybody that has nothing to do with this? Listen, now you've got the people who probably were like, oh, yeah, you know what? These people are cool, man. They're doing their thing to them attacking you, probably hating you probably telling you what are you guys doing you're stopping me from getting my money just so you guys can do this and you know cause mayhem and mischief and i just think like it's a radical thing to do when you're taking that approach and then you're blocking things off and then you're stopping people from going about their day-to-day business and making money do you know what i mean time is money and you've unfortunately stopped people's time so you've affected their money i don't get it I don't get it in some ways. I understand that, yes, you want to protest. You've got something to say. You don't like the way things have been happening. Write a letter. Stand outside Parliament. Egg the fucking police guards if you have to. Do you know what I mean? Which I probably wouldn't advise for you to do because they have got guns. Do you know what I mean? They probably will shoot if they feel threatened in a way. But you know what I mean? You go there. You say what you got to say and you do what you got to do there. Right? I don't have a problem with that. That's cool. 
but then you're blocking up roads, you're stopping people from getting day to day, you know, you know what I mean, that there is just not cool man, that's selfish, do you know what I mean, and listen, I'm not someone who's a violent person, when I saw that person getting pulled off the train, and getting like his ass handed to him, I thought, do you know what, it serves him right, do you know what I mean? And above all, for him to go and stand on top of the trains to stop people from doing their thing. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Because it's like, at that same time, you're thinking to yourself, well, you caused your own problem, didn't you? You stopped people from getting about their day-to-day business. You've made people now upset who have nothing to do with what's going on. Awkward. And it was, because it was awkward. You made it awkward. You made people go, You made people wanna. Yo, get the strap, man. You made people wanna do that shit. You made people wanna come out here and start feeling all aggy and stuff. You know what I mean? And they come from work or they're going to work and, you know, you're doing that to them. Like, come on. Seriously, man. It's selfish. Think about it. But that's me done. That's me done with that. I've made my final clear point on that. So I just obviously want to put it out there to all of you. What do you think about the climate change protesters blocking the roads for days? Do you think it's selfish? You can put your comments below and keep it to yourself. Or keep it to yourself, I say, not that. But generally, I guess the climate change people can generally just keep it to themselves because I'm not really bothered by what they say. I mean, they will probably come after me after hearing this. Fair enough. But it is what it is. I don't have a problem with you guys doing what you do, but the fact that you may stop people getting about on their day-to-day business is not cool. Yeah, people gonna make their money. They're gonna get their money, honey. Do you know what I mean? So you're stopping people from doing that. But whatever, man. Anyways, we're gonna go on to uh, some news now, just a bit of news. Obviously, Skeptar has reportedly been, well, reported that he's dating Adele. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, there's been, obviously it was massively trending on Twitter when I was in Orlando. And I looked at it and thought, I mean, I get it, they're both from Tottenham. So people I think have made some links. I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, listen, I'm sure Skepta wants to keep that quiet. I mean, but the cat obviously potentially, I don't know if it really is out of the bag or it's not. But if he is doing Adele, then fantastic for him, I guess. I mean, people were saying that Adele's new album was going to be lit because if Skepta breaks up with her, then yeah, she's going to have an album which probably is going to be all grind up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's a it's a mad one. I mean, like if they are dating, good luck to them, man. I don't have a problem with it. It's it's nice to get some you know more loving going on. It was just weird, I think, for everyone to realize and think. Hold on, Adele. Adele, 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 and Skepta, you know, the man who sang Shutdown, or doing the, that's obviously a noise, I think maybe Adele will probably be making if she's on top, well, top of Skepta, feeling that pipe, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Bomb chicka wow wow. Bomb chicka wow wow. Yeah. I'll be skeptical of saying that. You know what I mean? Let's go. He's going to knock him down and play the. Yeah, that's him after he's done, obviously, you know, laying, laying the pipe. <laughs> that's probably after him after he's done, you know what I mean? Then he's coming with some next thing going, I gave you flowers in the pouring rain. 
If the whap is good, I think Skepta will be caught. His head's going to be like a rabbit in the headlights, but we, 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 I guess we'll find out. You know what I mean? Adele's next album is going to tell what the situation is, so I guess we'll know by then. Good luck to them, though. Hope it all goes rosy. Peace on. Now, obviously, we'll move on to the next one, which is obviously Gina Rodriguez. Jane the Virgin star was caught on her Insta story saying the N-word during a rap song. Now, obviously, it's not cool, obviously, for people to be still be using the N-word. I personally don't use it. I think that um, using the N-word is just, you know, it, it should be where it is, like, left in the past, left where it is. I don't have a problem with other people who are black using the N-word. Um, I still thought it should be left in the past, but I get that for them, that meaning is a different meaning. For them, it's like my king, my brother, my homie. I get that, but at the same time, I still feel like the word should be left in the past as well. Because you look at that word and you think to yourself, there's a history behind that word. Now, for people who don't know the history, obviously us black people, well, obviously in America, I'm sure here in London as well, I'm sure anywhere around the world, where there were predominantly more white people were called, you know, the black people were called N-words and they were used to describe them as a derogatory term. Hopefully I said that word right, derogatory, derogatory, whatever, fuck it. Do you know what I mean? That is a bad word, practically. So, do you know what I mean? Like people would use that against our people and then feel like it's okay to say that. Personally, for me, I, I just don't use the word. I, I get why people who obviously are black can use the word. For me, I still don't agree with people like Fat Joe using the word. I just, it's, it's, you're not black. So for me, it's a problem when you're using that word. Um, I, I felt some type of way about it. Even him saying it on the Lean Back song or whatever, that it's a tune, but then you're feeling some type of way about it. So it's like, I don't know whether to dance or to get mad. You know what I mean? So it's like, at that point in time, I'm like, yeah, I, I get that you're in the hood and in areas in the hood or the ends, wherever you're from, like in the manor, places where it's deep and dark and gloomy around there. Or sometimes it's not all gloomy, you know, you, you probably have some, some things like some pop-tarts, something that keep you rolling, keep you feeling alive inside. But yeah, or some girls, you know what I mean? There's always something that might keep you alive. You know, or, you know, the, the, let's say the petty crime or deep crime, but <laughs> whatever. If that's if you're into it, whatever you're into. But, you know, in general terms, it, it's the feeling of, like, you know, that word should just, like, I get it. If, like, it's if it's in the hood, people use it to describe everyone. They call white people that. You know, I've loved my brother, Italian people, whoever is in the hood, they call them that. I just think it then allows them to think, oh, I can use that word. You call me that, so I can use it. When there's a rap word, I'm gonna say that word. It, it's just not cool for me. So for me, I just personally think I don't use it. So I don't want to encourage anybody else to use it who is not obviously black. Because I don't want someone who's black to say, oh, do you know what I heard that word from? Randy Prizzle. I'm like, fuck off. You never heard that word from me, you dickhead. So at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's what it comes down to for me. I just don't want people to take things out of context and feel like, oh, he said it so I can say it. Like, I'm not promoting you to say anything. So it's just simple as that. Let's just leave that as that. We'll move fuck on. But anyways, the, the, what do I think of Gina Rodriguez? I'm going to put into words. She's just one of them people who just got caught up in something that, do you know what I mean? When you are having a sing song, you forget where you are sometimes. And that's all I can say about that. She forgot where she was. 
I don't think she's racist. I think she said something that was just stupid at the time. She didn't think, as some of us do, we don't think. We just say things off the cuff and immediately we've done things wrong. And that's how it is. That's how I take it as. I don't take it as she's a racist. I just feel like there could have been ways to prevent her from saying the N-word. Do you know what I mean? I just think people who do music, who do media, who do something like that, should just try to just progress from using the N-word. Go back to the olden days. We used to say my brother, my dog, my homie, my cuz, fam, blood, whatever. Just do anything apart from the N-word. That's just how I feel about it. But as I said, I don't have a full-on problem with people who are black using it. I just feel like there's a way that you shouldn't allow other people who aren't black to use the N-word. Just, just quit saying it around them. That's all. Just, just, just lay off it. That's all I'm saying. That's all my thing is with that. Some black people are gonna cough to be like, brother, what the fuck, man? How can you motherfucking tell me not to use the N-word? What's wrong with you now? I'm like, dude, listen, that's how I feel about it. I'm not saying it's wrong for you to do that. I'm just saying, just be careful around the people you use it. You know, I mean, people who ain't black definitely should be not you. You shouldn't be saying the N-word around, I feel. But that's just my thoughts. You can disagree with it, that's fine. But you can put your comments below for that or you can keep it to yourself especially skeptical in the dark so yeah we'll move on to the next one which is the snack condiment review let's get straight onto that obviously had uh this time i bought uh tesco roasted pork apple and stuffing sandwich quite a long thing to say out loud do you know what i mean but uh obviously what i would go on with the sandwich the sandwich was um okay um for me, I think it was missing something else. Uh, you know, when you want something to be sweet, but then it has that lining. You know, people had pork and apple together, and pork and apple taste okay. And people say, "What well, you like something? You know, that's a fruit going in." They generally work. Pork and apple work well together. I had this debate with someone about um, pineapple on pizza. The pineapple on pizza doesn't go well together, and it's true. It doesn't. It fucking that is it's disgusting. I, I can't, you know, I've had it before. It's finally stopped. Well, generally, that's what it make me do having pineapple. I want to carve that pizza and just. Yeah, throw it to the dogs aside. I don't want nothing to do with any pizza that's like that. Do you know what I mean? But anyways, going sticking on to the Tesco roasted pork, apple and stuffing sandwich. It just missed a trip for me. It missed something more. And I just don't think it had what I wanted in terms of like, where you eat into it and the flavour hits you. It didn't hit me. Do you know what I mean? Like you want, like, you want this thing to actually punch you in the face or something, give you that feeling of like, Oh my word, this is dope. But I just didn't feel that. I just felt, oh my word, this is just not fascinating at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to feel it. As soon as you take a bite into that, those flavors are supposed to hit you. And all I kind of tasted wasn't really pork. It tasted more of like like chicken, like some sort of like, um, how would you uh, I say it? Like, like refrigerated chicken which someone's just cutting a slice of it and just stuck it in there but it's not been seasoned that's how i felt about it um the stuffing i could taste a bit of the stuffing um i think generally tesco's is not great with their um 
in terms of their stuffing. I think they're quite weird with it. I've had the stuffing from them before on it, and it's not cool. They've they've missed a trip with it. They've missed probably a lot more seasoning that should have gone into it and made it feel like it was more homely, more earthly, more. Do you know what I mean? Like when you have seasoning in your fucking whatever pot roast or whatever you have, or roast or whatever, it's supposed to, you're supposed to, it's supposed to hit you. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to have that herby sensation. You know what I mean? When you're eating stuffing, stuffing is made out of like pork. I think it's egg, right, and uh, breadcrumbs or something along those lines. I can't remember, but you know what I mean. You could taste that. It's got to have that seasonal thing. It's got to have that buttery sort of taste as well. And the stuffing missed that. I didn't taste that in the stuffing. With the apple, I, t- I could taste a bit of the apple. That was probably the only thing I could really taste in there. It missed the trip, man. So for me, the sandwich is going to get a 6.5. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a 6. I just, it was okay, but it missed a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could barely taste the pork. I don't know what it was. It didn't taste like pork. It more tastes like dork or something. It wasn't pork. Some fake pork. <laughs> That's what I just thought it was. But, you know, the apple, yeah, fair enough. I could taste that. The stuffing just wasn't on point. So it's going to it's gonna get a six for me. I would give it a bit lower, but do you know what I mean? Actually, fuck it. I'm going to give it a lot. I'm going to give it a five. So I'm just going to give it a five for that one. Wasn't really great. Um, could have done a lot better with it. So yeah, five is game. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is uh, Warren and Sons chicken breast slices with herbs. So obviously this is like breast slices of chicken, obviously. And the outside of it is like herbs. So your middle parts are just, you know, but the outside is herb coated and stuff. So you get them they're like circular so they're very circular you can obviously put them on bread and stuff obviously when i tried them i had them with bread um just plain bread just to see how it went with it i think with just a little bit of butter so i could see how it came out the thing obviously i had it with i think it was um flora butter so it the herbs and the flora went quite okay together it went quite well the problem for me it missed a lot in the middle it had the outsides, the outside was really, it was fine, like a bit the outside and it tasted really well together. But then when you went into the middle, it felt like it didn't have it. Like, you know when your middle parts are supposed to be like, full of flavour and stuff. You, like, I would say when you're cooking like chicken or pork or whatever, prick it. Prick it in the middle to make all that juice, all that flavour go down the middle. I think they didn't do it. And this is what was missing. So they didn't really infuse the flavors and get it going all the way through the chicken breast. I think it missed a big trip there. So, you know, that's the thing that I found a bit annoying about it. So it just only had the herbs on the outside, but it never had it in the middle. So that was annoying to me because when I bit into the outside, enjoyed it. When I bit into the center without the herbs on it, didn't like it. So definitely something that missed a trip um was good okay ish i could say the outsides were good the middle was terrible so i'm gonna give it about 6.5 for that one i think if they put the herbs all the way through it would have been a banging thing but they missed a trip on that one but anyways we're gonna move on to the next one which is sainsbury's creamy garlic chicken tagliatelle now obviously you know if you don't know, all these pictures are obviously on the gram. You can follow it at Randy Prizzle. It's all there. And uh, yeah, 
so you could see or see what I'm talking about because I don't want you to think oh you're just talking about stuff that I don't fucking know what you're saying and I've not seen the packaging it's all there go and check it out but anyways we're moving to that one which is the Sainsbury's creamy garlic chicken tagliatelle I had this one for um, dinner yesterday went down to Sainsbury's obviously uh, got some work done in my uh, kitchen so we can't really cook anything we're, only thing that's kind of accessible for us is microwave so we're kind of in that place where we're using a microwave a lot so um and it's going to happen until next week unfortunately we're going to keep eating microwave food and stuff like that which is not cool i mean i prefer a bit of home cook but it is what it is you know you've got to do what you've got to do in it like when your kitchen is uh busy you, you can't do any otherwise you've got to deal with the microwave so yeah that's that's what that is so yeah um but it was what it was um kind of a decent price for it. it was about two pounds two pounds 20 i think yeah two pound 20. so not too bad overall it was new uh so obviously trying it for the first time same with all the stuff that i've mentioned because obviously i want to try stuff if they they weren't new or i've never tried before but yeah so um coming onto this eating into it and then just realize it missed something um, for me, it missed those vital ingredients of all-purpose seasoning, which is the seasoning that really gets things jumping. You know what I mean? Because there's a purpose that it needed that purpose, and I think it didn't have it. So that was the thing that was annoying for me. Um, Would have also liked to have had some herbs as well and a bit more um, black pepper. I could literally taste in that what they were missing. And I felt like if they had that all together, it would have been. Do you know what I mean? The bomb. It would have been the bomb. But they missed it. You know what I mean? So it had me thinking to myself, ah, you know, like literally, I was like. You're scratching at a board, you're scratching at things, you're thinking to yourself, I know what this is missing. And I see it, and these people have missed the Claire Tripper. If they had those flavours, believe me, it would have been rated a lot more higher than what I'm going to rate it. But the rating I'm obviously going to give it, for me, is... I'm going to give it a 6.7. I don't think it warranted enough to get a 7. I think a 7 is saying it was actually decent. I think it was just under that. So it... Now, it definitely needed a lot more for it to get better. Um, I say if you're buying it, make sure you have some black pepper. Make sure you have some... Um, what was the other thing I was saying? Some herbs. Uh, and make sure you have some more purple seasoning. I think that's really going to pop it and make it feel like it should feel. But, you know, literally what they did was generally... A You know what I mean? Next time, I think they should listen to this podcast and, you know, just do it. Exactly what I said. So, you know what I mean? Just hopefully they sort that out and next time it gets better. So that's me slamming the door on that one. And that's that for the Snap Condiments review. So, so you know, those are the ratings. If you've tried these items or you wish to try them, as I said, check them out um give me your ratings on them let me know what you think or you could keep it to yourself and with that we'd obviously move on to talk tv shows cinema or review
Um, obviously, want nothing for you from the cinema. I haven't been in the cinema in a while. Do need to go there. Um, would want to watch that Joker film. That's one that's in the box to watch. So hopefully I can get to watch that next week. And that may come to you on the next episode of the Clairepoint Podcast, a review on that. So, um, or on uh, YouTube, on my channel, Randy Prizzle or Randy Priz. Uh, it may come there as a review, a one minute review and uh, on the break points. So look out for that. It may be coming, it may not. So yeah, just keep your eyes open. But anyways, TV show, cinema, let's go on to what I want to talk about today, which is The Circle. No, The Circle obviously is a program that's come on here in the UK. Really, really like Big Brother, if you've ever watched Big Brother. But it's a big, it's a bit of a twist where it's like a social media experiment. You have, I think, like eight players. And these eight players go into an apartment. And in this apartment, they have no contact with each other. They don't know who each other are. So these people can easily be playing someone else. They, they, they can, you know, they can choose to play themselves or play someone else. That's the thing about it. It's to that point where they have to gain popularity within the whole, you know, circle, which is what the social media experiment is called. It's the whole, you know... So they have to talk to each other, they have to get to know each other, they have to, you know, gain popularity within each other without people know who they are. They could put any picture up and say that's them, and then the people have to kind of talk to them, figure out who they are, can even ask questions, get to know them, or try to pick out a catfish. So it's generally a great game. Um, what had me a little bit annoyed about the situation was that I felt like there was a lot of this disingenuous stuff that was going on um and that was to do obviously with sammy you know james i think some people who don't watch the circle this person james um pretended to be a woman who was sammy a young mum blonde hair blue eyes he obviously is dark haired um chiseled you know uh athletic body she's like a mum um she's got a kid and he's basically used her and the kid to try and get far in this competition. This is how savage this game could be. And in some ways, I big him up for like the fact that he had the bottle and the balls to you know play the game. And this is what you do: you go into this. It's a game show. Generally, you win a hundred grand, which is like a hundred thousand pounds for some people who don't know what hundred grand is. You win that amount of money for getting to the end and winning the circle. Now, the process obviously of elimination, for some people who don't know, I'm not gonna try and talk too much about this, some people are like, oh, fucking circle, I don't give a shit, fuck this, like, fuck the circle. But you really need to see it for yourself to believe it. Like, I'm saying, the end goal is to try and get to the end, but you take players out. And the way you take players out is, obviously when you're popular, people vote you. So you get your top spots and whoever ends up in the top spot the two of them become influencers and as an influencer you can get to decide who stays and who goes you pick one person to leave and at the end of it the person who leaves can get to come and visit the person who's either the person they want to see so then at the end of that the person who leaves could find out who's a catfish who's not if they whoever they choose um Obviously, at the end of it, when they do leave, they know nothing. They appear on the program, which is featuring uh, 
which is presented by Emma Willis, she would then come and then tell them that one's a catfish, that one's real, that one's that. Mm. And obviously their reaction is priceless. Obviously if they're dealing with a catfish, you know. But for me, I got a big up Sammy in terms of the game playing was, was great. I just didn't agree with how savage Sammy was in points. I think Sammy was very savage towards uh, Ella. And Ella obviously was a girl who was being kind of... I get why, why Sammy was being a bit savage because Ella was being very like nicey-nicey towards everyone. She was trying to kiss everyone's ass practically. So um, Sammy obviously was being really savage, formed a trio group called the Circle of Trust with two other uh, uh, contestants and they kind of was plan was to like get the main people out who were on top that were Tim, that were Woody, that were Ella. So that was their plan. Um, some of you probably don't care, which is fine. My end point is this was like a big game show. Uh, Sammy was the massive catfish and unfortunately Sammy didn't win. But I think with the person who won the game show, uh, which obviously, spoiler for some people who have not seen it, was Paddy, was absolutely disgusting. I don't think Paddy should have won. I was happy though that Tim got chosen as the per the people's champion, people's the viewers champ, because I think he deserved it. He was brilliant from start to finish. He figured out who was catfish, who was the catfish in the circle, and he figured out who was who. So and he was funny as well. He was genuine himself and all that. But I I'm not gonna get too much into it because I know a lot of people are like, I don't give a fuck. That's just a synopsis. So what I said there was what it was. What I liked about the circle is that the fact that obviously it was a social media experiment. It was it was there to be played. And the thing about it, it took me out of that moment where I thought this is a game show. You know how you get deep into things when you're watching soaps like EastEnders or something along them lines or whatever you're watching. Uh, I don't know, fuck it, like a, a fucking movie or a TV program, whatever it is, or you know, and you get into it. And that's the thing, I forgot myself that this was a game and then i'm realizing to myself shit this is actually a fucking game it's not actually real you know what i mean so i'm getting worked up over something that's not real you know what i mean that's a game show but this is the thing about it it, it kind of triggers at your emotions you start to think you know you start to forget almost sometimes this is a game show you start to think oh it's about being popular and stuff and being yourself and being genuine and all this but then you realize and you you start to realize that hold on this is actually a game show now for me i've always commended people who've played a game what i don't like is people who be savage about that game you start to be manipulative you start to be an asshole you start to be a real cunt do you know what i mean that's what i don't like that's, that's what I disliked about it, so I'm coming into what I, dis didn't, I disliked about the thing. I just felt that there was a better way to play the game, and I just didn't agree with what Sammy was doing. I felt that Sammy turned really savage, I felt Sammy was being really smug as well. But then I got to commend Sammy, for the way Sammy played the game, for the way James did it. Because Sammy is James, for people who don't know. The way that person really drew people in and made people feel like he was being a genuine person with a kid and everything, that was brilliant. It was deceptively brilliant and it is what it was, but at the same time, it was a big massive fuckery. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that was the thing that got me. But then I remember in the end, this is a game show. Sammy played a blinder, James, aka James. He played a blinder. Do you know what I mean? Like for me, I think 
obviously what I'd do different about the show, um, I'd make it longer. I'd make it going on to like six to seven weeks. I think some people are, it's just too long. But I want to see these people kind of lose their minds in that. You want to see how people deal with more pressure. I would have liked the circle to put these people under a lot more excruciating pressure. I think some of the questions were a bit too easy. I think they should have made some of the questions a bit more, a, a bit more on the line where they've been a bit more crueler. Like, you know, like get people to the point where they can isolate people, where people could uh, actually, uh, a lot of face-to-face -face things, I, I would say. A lot more of people being uh, more catfishes, I'd say, because then I would have realised, oh no, this is this is a game, you know. I, I think you should have had more people on this would have been more catfishes. I mean, oh yeah, genuine people are cool and all, but that's the thing. If you're really a nice person, then it's it's really cool. I'd prefer to see you go far. But if you're playing a great game and you're not being like an asshole, or savage by it, fair enough. That's just what I'd do differently. That's all I'm just saying. So um, if I was a character in obviously the show the circle what would i do it, it's a tough one i think i wouldn't go into it trying to be someone i'm not i think i i wouldn't be able to keep that up i mean i always said like if you're going to go into a game show you've got to play the game i think you can generally still be yourself and play the game you know sometimes being yourself works um i think it just depends who you are and where you're from sometimes it depends what you know what you do and with your personality i think those are the things that kind of will connect to make people think yeah you're winning or you're not winning do you know what i mean so i think people who obviously i would say are from backgrounds where they're popular they've been to university they've worked hard they're studying will probably tug a more heartstrings. People have babies, people have families, people are doing it for someone, have a story behind them, or generally get people's heartstrings tugging, and you, you would instantly gain some connection with someone, or if you have a disability or something like that. I think those people would gain like a little bit of leeway with people, they'll get that, like, oh, here you go. You go through and do what you gotta do. I feel with certain people, if you're from a background where you potentially are different, where you're potentially, um, it's going to be a lot more harder. It's going to be a lot more challenging. Like say if your background is like, you lived in ends, you probably weren't really working. You probably, you know, were finding it tough and hard. You, you know, um, you've had to hustle to make your way through and stuff. I don't think people would really connect on your level. You know what I mean? That There's a certain audience, I think that, the circle has that kind of catered more towards the middle class I'd say people do you know what I mean the people who are doing alright the people who are like you know within a, a circumstance where they're okay now I get why the people who watch the circle I thought that they're more okay they're more the people who would not pick someone who's playing a game so for me I, I would go into it I think analysing things just being myself but um, making sure also I just try to be cordial with people. Even if people I don't really like, I will try to be a bit cordial with them so we can like um, just keep it cool. 
Um, I would have to remember, obviously, why I'm doing what I'm doing it. Like James, James said he's doing it for his mum to get out of the area he was. Uh, I could understand that in some ways. I didn't like the fact that James had that plan like that, but I could understand it. You know what I mean? I think I would have to just be myself in the general terms, because obviously I'm doing a podcast now. You can hear my voice. You probably can't see who I am in person. Um, some of you who have met me, you know, it is what it is, cool. Uh, some of you haven't, yeah, you know, you can see pictures of me, but you've never seen me face to face unless you've seen some of my YouTube videos. Then obviously you've seen me, you've heard my voice and stuff, but whatever. Um, that's what that is. Um, but yeah, I'd have to just be myself. I think that's all. Um, I guess sorry for the long talk. It probably was a bit long, but like, yes, let's move on. So we're obviously going to talk now about Big Shaq, aka Michael Dapper. So obviously Michael Dapper, aka Big Shaq, has come out with another record, which is called Bust It Down. Now obviously I'm going to review Bust It Down. My reaction, obviously, to Bust It Down. Now, obviously, I know he's um, come at people in it saying he can't rap. I think, obviously, it's something that's really catchy, and that's the thing with Michael Dapper's records. He's got that thing that I think immediately people will draw to him because he's funny, he's... Uh, he is what it is. He's, he's exactly kind of what it says on the tin. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, and he has taken this character and he's made this character push on in the right direction in terms of what this character's done, in terms of how he's made the character very endearing. Uh, people like the character for what the character is. And the fact that he's um, done this and made... Um, this character go in like the right way shows you exactly what he's all about. You've got to give it up to uh, Michael Dapper for the roles he plays. Yeah, so you know you've got to say Michael Dapper's done what he needs to do to make it. You know, and I give him a lot of credit for that because a lot of people be like, Nah, Michael Dapper, fuck this guy, I don't want to do it. Like you know, Big Shaq or whatever, he's a loser. He's you know. But I, I say big up to him because you're doing what you have to do. You're making your money. Um, it is what it is. I see him obviously as a comedy rapper. Um, and it is what it is. It's, it's a feel good record. You, you laugh at it. You joke at it. I think it's nothing to be taken on the board of like, oh, he's obviously a conscious or serious rapper. He's not in those lines. So... Um, I think people who would hate on him are probably people who are, have been grafting for years and doing work and probably, I, I don't know, just, I think just generally just don't like someone who comes into the scene and they think he's making a joke out of it or something. Um, I think you've got to look at people now in the line of like KSI and stuff like that who come in and you say to yourself, well, they're YouTube rappers, they're not. People put them in the, immediately in the category and it is what it is but uh, for me I don't have a problem with Michael Dapper I think what Michael Dapper does is, is genius he's earning money he's going out there and putting himself out there he's you know spitting someone else he's you know he's playing a character and people just got to see if what it is he's playing the character he's not playing himself 
but he's showing at the elements that he can still lay some bars down. It may not be the bars that people want to hear, but he can do it. So, you know, I can't hate on what Michael Dupp is doing. I think what Michael Dupp is doing is something that, you know, is, is cool. Huh? Yeah, I think, you know, you've got to just say to him, well done, man. You're going out there, you're making your hustle, you, you, you're achieving your dreams, you know what I mean? And that's what it's about. <laughs> so it's a big hooray to him. As far as Boss It Down, Boss It Down is just a feel-good record for me. Like, I've heard it a couple of times and it's very catchy. The beat's catchy, the instrumental, you know. Um, obviously, the bars are what the bars are. I just see it as him just being funny, just being comedic. I can't take it as like, oh, it's, it's him being serious and stuff. You know, it, it's it's a feel-good record. It's like, um, or Skepta's song, like uh, Rolex Sweep, you know what I mean? Wiley's um, what was that so wearing my Rolex it's one of them ones it's 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 a record that is just a dancey jumpy record it's a feel good happy record you know it's not something for you to be like O-M-G you know nope you know what I mean <clears throat> yeah you know you, you've got no talent you're not this and you're not that it's like just allow him to do what he's got to do. Like for me, obviously the record is a catchy record. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's very catchy as hell. So I do like it. Um, it's not something obviously I, I, you know, put over someone like Kano. So definitely not. Come on, like seriously, be serious. But it is, it is what it is. It's, it's catchy. It's gonna get a 7.7 for me. So you know, it's a catchy record. I don't think it's obviously as big as Man Not Hot. I think Man Not Heart had more of a catchy vibe to it, obviously, because of the beat. You know, when the beat draws you in, you know, I can understand why people like nowadays music now. It, for me, it's not still for me. You know, I, I still can listen to the lyrics and I figure shit. So, you know what I mean? That's just my thing on it. For me, I can understand that Michael Dapp is a comedy rapper. And for other people who try to spit on the mic, I just say, listen, you, you, I can't take you seriously. I just figure shit. You know what I mean? And that's how it is with some rappers nowadays come on the mic and then just spit rubbish and you're hearing some of their bars and you're like i can't believe you just said that tell me you did not just fucking say that do you know what i mean and that's that's how i feel about it so you know ha! yeah i'm leaf for the beat ha! if you don't know about me ha! there are someone quick leaguers yeah yeah i like doing that <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i mean that's probably when you know you know but yeah um cool we we'll on obviously to the next one, Busted Down review, that's that. But what are your thoughts on Busted Down? What are your thoughts on the circle? You can put your cards low and keep it to yourself. Now obviously we're gonna talk about power. The story so far on power. I am now on episode seven. I think a lot of people are always on episode eight or nine or something. Congratulations to you. You know what I mean? I've just as I said, let it lie, build up and got to the point where it's need to get to. Because I can't watch all of it in one go and then you know wait next week and be like oh shit man you know i have to wait i want to watch all and get it all done and dealt with as i said so for me it was what it was like i like power so far i think power is brilliant you know i think the story between spoiler for some people the story between ghost and uh tommy and the fact that tommy now spoiler again has mugged Angela you know what I mean it's led to war between these guys and the war is deep now do you know what I mean and you know 
I don't know why Lakeisha is getting all involved. Lakeisha, for me, is not about that life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can honestly say to myself, I'm not about that life as well, but you know when you're not, and she's going to fuck things up for them. I feel like she is. Do you know what I mean? Like, you look at her and you see someone who's very vulnerable. She doesn't know her shit. Maybe Tasha teaching her now might help her, but, yo, I just feel like, at the end of it all, Tariq is a cunt. And that's all I've got to say about that. But we all know that from season one, I thought Tariq was a dickhead. And that's as simple as that. Um, it's a shame, obviously, about Proctor. But Proctor, I think, at that time, needed to just... Shut up! You know what I mean? And obviously, Proctor couldn't keep it. So he had to get... So, you know, it was obviously a shame that the girl got mucked as well. Like, obviously, Ghost paid her off. And she wasn't... Uh, she's changing her story as well so she wasn't I think going after them but in came Tommy and Tommy went and laid the you know and she went she got mucked um, the thing and the plan that they have to like get ghost and stuff I just feel it's going to backfire for some reason it's telling me that ghost is going to catch them all slipping and ghost is going to put 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 Turin Tasha I think Tasha's going next because and I think it's going to lead down to some big battle with Tariq and Ghost something's down the line is going to happen between these guys um, but it's incredible to see it's fantastic so far I can't wait to see more of it I think that's just where I'm going to leave it because I don't want to say anymore. I just want to be shocked by what happens next. So. This is exciting. Fantastic. Oh my God, it's amazing. Okay, whatever. Uh-oh. <laughs> Definitely. Uh-oh. But uh, with all that, we'll try and move on to a quick, obviously, what's the word? With my man abstract let's try and see if we can get straight into that obviously see what he's saying um there's obviously gonna go into a few things obviously that's the uh, trending right now obviously what for the trending because obviously Watford drew with tottenham uh we've got a few more crystal palace man city obviously i think man city are you know handling crystal palace right now we'll come obviously into the scores very very soon but for now, let's try and get on to what's the word featuring my guy, Abstract. Obviously, we're just going to go into a few today. I'm not going to get into too much because there's still a lot more to do. So, you know. Um, all right. Let's see what's, what he's got. Okay. I'm hella proud to teach myself Photoshop, he said. That's cool, man. Photoshop is uh, a nice thing to do. It's for me. I think it's really cool when you can uh, make your picture stronger. If you draw something, you can add background effects and uh, make it pop. I'd say so. That's cool. Big um, up to you for that one. Um, he's put next one doing his best to stay productive throughout the week. Yeah, man. I mean, I've got to do that as well. I've got to try and you know do something. And so I'm doing this podcast now. So obviously I'm out of job. Some people I think already know that. If you haven't, go and listen to, as I said, the Claire Orlando Point podcast, which is again 
on anchor.fm go and listen to that the episode did there all 10 episodes so go and listen to that one yeah so you know I'm going to try and do the same I guess um, get into doing some things that I've done in a while probably may look to draw probably may look to uh, maybe spit some lyrics I want to actually start making beats myself so um, it's not obviously I'm not copying other people out there I, I've wanted to do it for a while now um, and I'm obviously going to start doing something simply something, something that reminds me of the old school days how I feel like I could appreciate beats you know so we'll see what happens like, I'm not saying for sure but it's going to be in the line of duty down the line <laughs> so yeah um, next one he's put sucking d-i-m-v-m never mind i think that says so the person obviously is put for that eating pussy ain't optional it's mandatory and obviously he's put you know sucking d-i never mind he's put that kind of bad side yeah okay um i don't I wouldn't do that. That's just me eating. I, I mean, I had a discussion with some people, and that's not my thing. I wouldn't do it. So that's that's the stat. So sleeve is that. So next, who the fuck keeps giving Joe Budden platforms to express his opinions? We don't care. We don't listen to you, fam. You garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. His podcast is quite decent. I mean, I've heard a few episodes. So, um. He says what he says. Uh, you got to respect someone who puts themselves out there and, and puts all online and, and, and keeps it real. Um, or to themselves, you know. I, I know. A lot of people might not like what he says, but it is what it is. You know, you got to say, well, Joe's just said what Joe wants to say. If people want, they can pull him up on it and, you know, attack him if they want. So, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, next one. Have you seen a number one pencil? no idea what the fuck that means just move on um android the phone or next per- person's retweeted and said the caption says girlfriend so your dick with never be sucked sir i only eat the cat plus you have an android so don't talk to me goodbye and he said androids and iphones are the same price and do the same thing nothing superior about an iphone i agree there it really is. <laughs> you know what I mean? For me, I think Android is probably even slightly better. But everybody's going to have that debate, aren't they? But it is what it is. We'll be on to this last one. Which is when you people who dislike... Oh, well, you obviously got the Bob McClark thing that someone's put. And you've got a caption of Tom from Tom and Jerry. Tom reading the newspaper. newspaper and then Tom putting the newspaper down and looking quite annoyed. <laughs> so, you know yeah and you've got when people when you people who dislike Trump praise Kanye which I, I agree totally I probably like that one like I, I don't get that but yeah whatever and yeah so I'm just definitely going to tell you to obviously to uh, like his page follow him at artificial A-R-T-F-C-L and also uh, cop yourself one of his new t-shirts which is pins and needles at artificial stuff so that's A-R-T-F-C-L-S-T-U-F-F dot Big Cartel, B-I-G-C-A-R-T-E-L dot com. So yeah, follow that. Get yourself a t-shirt. Dope t-shirts he does. I'm not saying that he's a good friend of mine, but I, I buy stuff any day of the week. I think they're dope. And 
it's a lot of creativity he's put into them and a lot of time and a lot of work so go and support go and copy yourself one and obviously with that we'll move on now to talk sports so let's get on to the sports which is obviously you know now um, we're going to talk about obviously England black stars suffering racial abuse in Bulgaria and beating number 6-0 now obviously when I heard about this I wasn't really surprised if I'm honest it's one of them countries where people I think not the majority of people but the certain type of people that are just idiots and you know to go on and say what you could do to stop these people I've said it a million times in podcasts like these I don't want to really go into it to be honest I'm just kind of over it you know it's just it's a shame that people do it it's not nice to experience it and I personally would hope that you know they could get their FA to sort this shit out like either you know sort your fans out deal with them close them out if you have to you you even close half your stadium and still some of them manage to go in there and do racial abuse it's stupid whatever it is what it is but I just think literally it, it's a foul on Bulgaria's part you know um, to not deal with this properly so they have to go and deal with it properly that's just what I've got to say about that you know I know obviously people say well you haven't got your own house in order people are saying racial abuse to Babian to uh, Rashford to you know obviously you know Paul Pogba it's not cool I think you know you ask yourself what you know you've got to look at it and you think there's a deeper meaning in the deeper picture some people are just doing it for clout some people are some people just don't have no sense they're just completely ignorant out their comfort zone or just doing it just to try and get a rise out of someone and then they'll say they're not racist they have black friends whatever you know what I mean? whatever that's what i say about the situation that i'm moving on and as simple as that so now obviously we're going to come on to like the premier league results because obviously today is the saturday and obviously premier league was played today so we're going to get into obviously the results of today we obviously have got everton 2 west ham nil aston villa 1 brighton sorry aston villa 2 brighton 1 fail on my part for that one bournemouth nil norwich nil chelsea 1 Newcastle 1 Leicester 2 Burnley 1 Tottenham 1 Watford 1 Wolves 1 Southampton 1 Crystal Palace 0 Man City 2 Obviously the biggest shock Tottenham drawing with Watford at Tottenham Stadium uh, uh, That's just bad um, But apart from that yeah it is what it is you know but that's that's for me is the only shock um just i did i think i didn't see that one coming i think we all thought tottenham potentially could win but tottenham have been going through their problems so it's nice to see i'm not gonna lie to you like i i'm pleased to see that um and i hope it may continue so uh yeah good on that and just hopefully hope that tottenham keep going down the drain um obviously now gonna come on to the, the, the games that are happening uh gonna predict which is another episode now of randy prizzle predicts which obviously is gonna be here for the time being until we'll see if i can start getting some back on 
YouTube. But, you know, let's get on to it now. Sunday, 20th October, we've got Man United against Liverpool. Now, that's the big game of tomorrow, which is going to be happening. My predictions for this one... I don't think it's going to be as easy as everyone says. I know Man United are missing a few players through injury. Um, some important players. Pogba's missing. I know Rashford's missing. I know Green, Greenwood. Greenford. What's, what's his name? Greenwood? Green, whatever. Green something is missing. Do you know what I mean? So it's the case where they've got no strikers. Um, who are they going to play for? I personally don't know. I think, though, they have got a solid defence. Maguire is in there. Um, you've got one Bissaka. I do feel it's not going to be as easy as people think it's going to be. I think it's going to be, though, a very tight 2-0 to Liverpool. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool and Liverpool, obviously, to break the record. So, But I think Man United are going to push them really hard. They're going to, they're going to sit back. They're going to do some Jose Mourinho madness. They're going to do that and they're going to try not to allow Liverpool in. Liverpool are going to get some fluky goals somehow. I don't know, Salah or one of them. Um, for me, yo, it's, it's going to be one of them ones. It's just going to bounce around and he's going to tap it in. And then they're going to capitulate and then they're going to score another one kind of just near the end. So it's going to be a tight one, I think. So 2-0 Liverpool I'm going for. With the next game, Monday 21st October, Sheffield United against Arsenal. <sighs> Man. Obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. For people who don't know out there. Um, I... It's just going to be a difficult one. It's obviously a Sheffield United pitch. Sheffield United did hold Liverpool. Um, made it real tight for them until Liverpool grabbed a, a late goal. Um, I think we're probably just going to scrape this. Our defence is crap, but I think they're going to make a game out of this. They're going to push us. I think our guys coming back is going to be a bit just too much for Sheffield United but I think Sheffield United are going to fight back I'm going to go 3-2 Arsenal so that's my score for that one and uh, that's obviously that for Randy Prizzle predicts of that obviously we'll move on now to talk wrestling quick update on the wrestling and then we're done so obviously for wrestling fans out there AEW uh, is obviously at full full screening now AEW Dynamite is out it's been out for two weeks now, two, three weeks. And obviously, it's now directly in competition with NXT, which is happening on the same night, Wednesday Night Wars. So, obviously, for me, the question is who I'm backing? AW. All day, all day. I start NXT, though. I watch it the next day. Uh, I catch up with it. But I am an AW guy. I think AW's. Dynamites have been solid so far. I haven't found one that I haven't liked yet. So, and that's good. NXT as well has been solid too. They've been, NXT so far has been better, apart from obviously SmackDown's debut on Fox. This week, NXT has been better than Raw and SmackDown. You know what I mean? I think um, the previous weeks, this whole madness with USA and the net WWE Network but now they're solidly on USA but now they're on TS1 I think it's TSI or something next week so um, yeah it, it's a bit mad no no it's not them I think it's it's uh, Smackdown so I'm getting confused 
but it's good that um, there's a direct competition now. NXT is the best brand um, of WWE, simple as. There should be no argument. Like, if you've watched NXT, you'll know why. Um, and I'm glad they're being taken seriously as a brand. It's just a shame that they've come up against AEW. I would have liked AEW to go on at Raw. To be honest, I think Raw should have been got at. I think AEW would have beaten them every day of the week. For me, it's still very close between the two. Um, but AEW has just edged it. I just think AEW right now are delivering me more of what I want in terms of wrestling. NXT is doing that, but it's like I've seen it before on NXT. So, you know, obviously back in AEW, but I'm still watching NXT. So, you know, that's just me putting that out there. <clears throat> now you're a bit of a drink of water because, man, I'm thirsty. My throat's getting dry and shit. Literally, man. Like, when you talk and talk for long, and I've been talking for about an hour now. So, you know, you can get a bit of that water down juice while well, I'm drinking that. I'm actually drinking right bean now. Pineapple and passion fruit. Some people say this is not the time for food review. The time for food review is in the general. Fuck off. Yeah, I mean, listen. You have to have some breaks and take sips and be authentic as, as possible. And this is me being authentic. Obviously, we're going to talk about next Bailey's full heel turn. So, obviously, Bailey, for people who don't know, has disappointed the kids and turned heel. Fantastic news. I love Bailey now. I hated Bailey before all this. Bailey is my G now. Like, literally, she's my G. You know what I mean? And if you know what my G is, homie, uh, my girl, the one. You know what I mean? Like, she's cool now. I love her. I just want her to change the ba Bailey to Bailey, and then I'm fully, I fully fucks with her. That's that's just it. You know what I mean? She is the she is the one now. Like I put her above the man Becky Lynch right now. Becky just got stale for me. I'm being honest to everybody out there. She's got stale. I'm sick of her now. I'm done. I'm over it. I want to see what Bailey's got to offer now. And the fact that she's changed, which is what I wanted a long time ago, I'm happy about. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. Hopefully now I see Bailey in full effect with, you know, with the hey, bitches. That was just so cool. It was so cool to hear her say that. I was like, yes. Yes, all you kids, cry. <laughs> but, you know, it was brilliant to hear her do that. It was fantastic. Just want to see more, what more she's going to do. And... Um, yeah man I think big up to creative for making this happen because I've wanted to see this happen for a long time and it finally has happened obviously we're going to stick with creative and uh, go on about Eric Bischoff who has been fired as executive producer for Smackdown now this is incredible now obviously I know he got fired because of the whole Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns story which was absolutely awful to be honest, he deserved to get fired for that. But I would have liked to have given him more time. I think firing him after like four or five months is, is a bit excessive. I think they should have given him a bit more time to right his wrong. He made a mistake. Fair enough. It was a big error. Fair enough. I think he could have turned it around though. I think to fire him 
within that space because of one mistake when Vince has been making a lot of them it's just stupid but it is what it is um, as far as Pritchard replacing him I don't know what Pritchard's going to do you know I don't really have an inkling um, I know Pritchard has his own podcast and he's talked about things you know related wise I just hope that what he says on his podcast he actually would do like you know people who talk but they they all talk and they're not, they're not that action person so I just hope that he says what he says and he does what he's supposed to do on there and he makes Smackdown better again but the problem is now I've heard he has to speak to Vince McMahon he has to go directly through Vince which is annoying because Vince is going to fuck this shit up even more do you know what I mean and then Smackdown is going to be in the dust again behind Raw but Smackdown right now should be the A show this Smackdown this week though was awful I have to really come out here and say that I, I really disliked Smackdown yesterday I mean it was on yesterday I watched it last night made a big error during that wasn't the best show felt they could sort it out hopefully they, they do sort it out as soon as possible because they can't have a show like that again that was bad and that's just me saying that um, obviously we're going to move on to talk Kane Velasquez against Brock Lesnar obviously that match has now been, been done and it's going to appear at as I like to call it uh, ground stalls because it's just a bunch of shit literally crown jewel literally a bunch of shit uh, I personally don't care to be honest about crown jewel this Kane Velasquez against Brock Lesnar he's just come out of nowhere and he's got a title shot <laughs> do you know what I mean it was like Roman Reigns lost that came out of nowhere and got a title shot you know against Shinsuke and I was thinking to myself why why it's just like this like I don't care do you know what I mean I personally don't care what's gonna happen like I'm not bothered who wins this it would be nice I guess if Brock loses his title in under about a week or two on his reign is really short because I think the way he buried Kofi was not cool I still didn't like that and that's me personally put it out there oh I obviously got to talk about Hell in a Cell and I will dab into that a little bit but I don't care about this match I'm just personally put it out there um what's the other one that's happening at Crown Jewel Tyson Fury is going to face off against Braun Strowman now, I don't know if Tyson Fury has done himself any favours, but if you're going to get that money, you've got to get that money, in it. And they're paying you shit loads to pay at Grand Jewel and do it. You know what I mean? You've got to take the gig, you've got to do it. Do I think he's going to beat Braun Strowman? Do you know what? Yes. Because they're going to have to have him win. Braun's obviously going to lose. It's going to make... Because they, they never let star people lose. It, it doesn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Just like, I think Velasquez might be Brock Lesnar it's not going to happen you know I know Velasquez is now a wrestler he's trained to be one I don't know if he's now fully signed to a contract who knows whatever but this is what's going to happen you know that's what I feel will turn out I feel Tyson's going to beat him and, and simple as that I personally don't care about crowd duel it's going to be a shit show no literally is like the only way they could have made this better is putting some people from the NXT card on that 
Crown Jewel event, have some titles that were on NXT defended at Crown Jewel. That could have made the pay-per-view a bit better, but I think it's going to be shit. I'm just going to be honest with you, it's going to be fucking crap, and I'm not bothered to watch it. Do you know what I mean? So, that's what it is. Um, Yeah. Hell in a Cell. Let me dive into that a little bit. Um, First match, and that was good. Women's match, fantastic. Brilliant. Um, the women's tag team match, alright, fair enough, decent. And then you come on to the final match of the night, which was the actual match between Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. What the fuck? <laughs> That's really all I've got to say. You ring the bell when there actually is something happening. Um, and this match is generally a no disqualification match, but because he hit him with a hammer. Which is technically what Bray did, but Bray used the bigger mallet. He's disqualified for it. What the fuck? I, I don't like who writes this shit. Seriously, I think the people who decided on that really need to take a hard long look in the mirror. But big up to uh, Wright, my man Wright. Uh, as I said, he left the damning message obviously on take it to the table of my man Robert Chaos check that out because you know he goes in you know and I fully agree with nearly all he said because what was said on that was absolutely yo some fuckery literally it really was and I personally after that event would rate Hell of a Soul really low because of the way it ended and the way things went but, you know, as I said, go check out that episode of Take It To The Table, which is available on the ESGR Chaos's channel. Go and check that out. Follow the ESGR team as well. Check out his um, their video on that, that Take It To The Table episode of Hell In The Cell featuring rights. So do go and share, like, subscribe, comment, and do all that. Follow the guys too. So yeah, um, Hell In The Cell for me is gonna get a six. And I think the reason why it's going to get a six is the women's match. And there was a few actually good matches. I can't actually remember. The Cruiserweight match was all right. So they kind of saved its bacon in some weird ways. Um, so I think six. Yeah. The main event just really dropped it all the way down. Um, Jaw, actually, fuck that. I'm going to put it lower. It's going to get a 5.5. So I'm going to give it a 5.5. That's that. So. Yeah, we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you all for listening. But before that, you can put all your comments below about everything that was mentioned about wrestling, what your thoughts on all of them, and uh, or you can keep it to yourself. So thank you. Uh, peace, love, uni, have fun. And you're either all in or clear out.